Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Laura Simon, sounds like we have a nice weekend in store as far as our weather goes. Let's get right to meteorologist Jamie Travers with a first look at our first weekend of March forecast. Yes, it's time for the weekend because the past few days have been on the cooler side. They have been yeah, kind of gloomy and cloudy yeah. out there too. Yeah, yesterday was gloomy. We saw some clearing late in the day, but today not gloomy at all. We're going to have sunshine all day long and those temperatures will be climbing to the upper 60s. So closing in on 70 degrees for today. First though out there this morning, a little bit of a chill, 35 degrees. That wind is out of the southeast at five miles per hour, feeling like 30 31 degrees. Now winds today won't be too bad. They will be ramping up though this evening into the overnight hours and more noticeable for tomorrow. Temperature wise though out there in other places we do have some 20s on the map back to our west in Washington 28 degrees 31 at Scott Air Force Base 32 in Mount Vernon. So I'm expecting sun all day long. Those temperatures climbing fast out of the 30s and 40s into the 50s by 10 this morning and then ultimately about 68 degrees for this afternoon. We'll talk more about those increasing winds as well as a cold front early in the week and if we'll break any records over the next few days coming up in just a few minutes. More. Okay, we'll see you back there for that, Jamie. Thanks so much. New this morning, police are searching for a suspect wanted for attempting to rob a bank in South St. Louis. This happened on Tuesday, February 20th at a Regions Bank. Investigators say the suspect also tried to take a customer's purse. Police believe the suspect is between 20 and 30 years old. If you know who the man is or have any information, you are asked to call Crime Stoppers there. I believe we're putting it there on the number there on the bottom of your screen, a one 371 tips and we'll be sure to provide you a photo that police have also released coming up in our 7 a.m. hour. One person is killed. Several others are injured in a crash. This happened around 3.30 this morning on I-70 West at West Florissant Avenue. Three other victims are in the hospital this morning. St. Louis Metro PD's uh, accident reconstruction team is investigating the cause of this deadly crash and we'll be sure to bring you the latest updates this morning as we get them. The St. Louis Board of Aldermen is moving quickly to pass red light camera legislation. It's something supporters say will make our streets safer. The Missouri Supreme Court struck down the camera years ago, but in this morning's You Paid For It, Elliot Davis has more about the current push to bring the cameras back to the city. The red light camera legislation now making its way through an aldermanic committee. There are two pieces of legislation dealing with the cameras being considered. Both the mayor and board president and many of the aldermen appear to be on board with bringing back the red light traffic enforcement cameras. I talked to Board of Aldermen President Megan Green after the Friday meeting. What's the status of the red light camera legislation now? So it had a hearing earlier this week. We took community feedback on it. A committee substitute is being developed at the moment and we expect it to pass out a committee within the next couple of weeks and 
through the full Board of Aldermen before uh, this session ends in April. The latest fatal accident in the city was Thursday night. The collision of two cars near Tucker claimed the life of one person. Then a shocking crash where a reckless driver killed a mother and her daughter who were leaving a Drake concert downtown. And in a case that shocked the nation last year when a person driving recklessly crashed into 17-year-old Janae Edmondson. Both her legs had to be amputated. She was just walking downtown with her family and was here for a volleyball tournament. What would the measure do? Basically, it would authorize the city to put an RFP out for a vendor who could do automated traffic enforcement. That is not just red light cameras, it's speed cameras, it's potentially uh, cameras that could go at stop signs that folks run on a continual basis. Some citizens I talked to call the red light cameras a bad idea. I just don't think they're a good idea. Mm -hmm. um, when we did have them, I don't think they really... It didn't deter people from running those lights. Mm -hmm. um, I think, it's, think it was a waste of money. By my first response is no, I don't like it. Uh, but then, you know, if, if I was looking at numbers and see if it brings you know, down accidents and, and safer, then I think it would probably be okay with it. And I think it's a bad idea because uh, the red light cameras are not going to stop these guys and girls from driving these cars erratically. You got to get some laws on the books. A lot of citizens, citizens say they don't want it. How do you answer that? You know, I, I think we're always playing a balancing game and these technologies can work if they are used appropriately and with effective oversight. How do you guarantee that this is not overturned the same way it was in the past? You know, we um, have looked at the Supreme Court ruling from years ago, have tailored the bill and will tailor the RFP process to fit within the confines of that ruling. And um, But at the end of the day, it'll be up to whether a vendor can actually fulfill uh, the constitutional requirements. That was Elliot Davis reporting for us. The one way citizens can try to derail this is taking it to court after it's passed into law. Meantime, Mayor Tashara Jones also favors these red light cameras in making our streets safer. Some experts, though, say the cameras usually get put up within a year after the legislation is passed. Fox 2 is your election headquarters and the Missouri Republican Party is trying to remove a GOP candidate for governor accused of having ties with the KKK. Daryl McClanahan, who is not seen in this video on filing day, was seen in photos with KKK leaders and at a cross burning in 2019. He denies actually joining the KKK but admits to being an honorary member at one time. Missouri GOP leaders say McClanahan's affiliation with the Ku Klux Klan contradicts the party's values and platform. In an email to the Associated Press, McClanahan says he's been open about his views with state Republican leaders, calling them a bunch of anti-white hypocrites. Missouri voters will help pick the next Republican presidential candidate this weekend. There are seven Missouri caucuses in the city of St. Louis and surrounding counties today. They'll be similar to the Iowa caucuses with no secret ballot. Instead, you gather with fellow supporters for your candidate. 51 of Missouri's 54 delegates are at stake. Top party officials award the other three, but officials with the Jefferson County Republican Party Central Committee hope to use the primary format instead of caucuses in the next presidential election. One of the problems I have with it is I think we're disenfranchising our um, our military personnel, some of our first responders. I mean, they can't just take a particular day off and show up at a place to have a say. So um, I would like to see it um, reinstated. 
There are proposals in the Missouri legislature to bring back presidential primaries in 2028. You must be registered for the caucus by 10 this morning. We'll have those results for you on Fox 2 News at 9 and 10 tonight and also on our website fox2now.com. Super Tuesday is also next week. St. Louis Public Schools is hosting a career fair this morning. A wide range of positions are available, including teachers, custodians, security officers, social workers, and more. Superintendent Dr. Keisha Scarlett spoke with us about the skills they're looking for. Candidates that love children, okay. um, that love working in schools and working with families and communities as well. Um, people who um, we can help support um, skill building, but we want people who have just tremendous capacity to be able to learn and um, collaborate. This is the second day of the two-day career fair. Today's event is for teachers. It's being held at the Forest Park Visitor Center on Grand Drive from 10 this morning till 2 this afternoon. The Hazelwood School District also hosting a recruitment fair today. This is taking place at Hazelwood East High School from 9 this morning till 1 this afternoon. They're looking for teachers, counselors, librarians, administrators, social workers, and nurses for the 2024-2025 school year. Applicants must bring a copy of their resume and credentials. The City of St. Louis Department of Personnel also hosting job fairs today. The first ones today from 10 to 2 at the Wool Recreation Center on North Kings Highway. The city is looking to fill 300 summer jobs within the city, including lifeguards, recreation assistants, and utility workers. If you don't you don't have to live in the city, by the way, to apply for this. If you can't make it out there today, there will be a second job fair happening next Saturday on March 9th at the Urban League. Worldwide Technology Raceway hosting two job fairs in preparation for all their events for this upcoming season. The first one happening today from 9 till noon. They have positions open for track crews, maintenance and concession workers, tickets, campground hosts, and social media coordinators as well as a graphic design artist. If you can't make it out there today, there is another job fair happening on Thursday from 5 to 8 p.m. You are asked to bring a resume and complete an application either online or there in person. Worldwide Technology Raceway is also hosting the Cub Scouts today. This is all for their 71st annual Pinewood Derby. Hundreds of Cub Scouts will be racing their Pinewood cars for a chance to compete in the St. Louis race on the hill in June. There will be trophies for the winners, plus for cars that have the most realistic look to them, a unique design or show scouting spirit. The competition starts at 9 this morning. It's $5 for Scouts to enter, but free for all spectators. The Einid Shriners will be hosting over 2,000 people today for a mini golf competition. Putting around Einid is the organization's biggest spring fundraiser. Four-person teams will be putting through 20 mini golf style holes throughout the Shriners facility there in East St. Louis. This year's event sold out in less than two weeks. Visitors can come out though and watch this event and also enjoy other golf themed activities for just $10. There will also be free food. The funnel starts at 10 this morning. It goes until 6 tonight. So lots of events going on today. Lots of job fairs happening. So hopefully no rain in the forecast so your resume doesn't get rained on on you right there. Yeah, no, no rain in the forecast today. You'll have to hold on to it tightly, though, if for any job fairs that are tomorrow because it, the winds are going to be ramping mm. up. Um, but, you know, it's been pretty mild, all things considering. And it's March. We've made it. We've made it. Yes, it is second day of March, so we're there. Uh, let's go ahead, though, and talk about February. Just briefly, February was the fifth driest on record, but the second warmest 
on record. Look at these numbers. These were our highs for the day below normal days. Not many of them, just four there. Those are in blue above normal days are in red. Now we set a few records last Monday and Tuesday, the 80 and 86, the 26th and 27th there. Those were records. Then we had that huge swing for Wednesday, 86 to 42, and then we kind of even things out closer to that normal mark for Thursday and even for yesterday. Now moving forward, we threaten a few more record highs. Not so much today. Today's record is 82 set in 2022, so just set two years ago. Uh, but the next few days, we're looking at Sunday and Monday. We'll be getting close to that record. So the closer the gold and the red bar are, the more, uh, the, the closer to the record we are. So the gold bar is our forecast, and then the red is that record. So tomorrow, I don't think we hit it. We'll get close. The record is cooler though on Monday. Both of them set in 1974. So we will get close to that record, I think, on Monday. Then after that, We'll still be above normal, but about 10 degrees cooler with highs only in the low 60s. I say only, but that's pretty good for early March. Here's that view from space. We are clear, plenty of sunshine, but you know, we have a pretty active weather pattern setting up over the western portion of the country. We have strong low pressure just off the coast of the Pacific Northwest, and that's sending wave after wave of energy. So the uh, Sierra Nevada, that's uh, they're looking at maybe up to 100 inches of snowfall and it's already falling and it's going to continue falling through today, tonight and into tomorrow, creating hazardous conditions over there. 35 degrees here at home, 31 with the wind chill, southeast wind at five miles per hour, pressure this hour holding steady. We have 29 for St. Charles, 37 at Cuba, 28 in DeSoto, so a bit of a spread there. Highs today make it to the upper 60s, close to 70 degrees with sunshine overnight tonight. I'm thinking mostly clear skies, pretty mild down to about 50. Futurecast does hint at some fog developing across some of our eastern counties, so I guess can't completely rule that out. But right now for many of us, it's looking like it will be mostly clear. Our winds also start to ramp up tonight. Gusty winds tomorrow out of the south, gusting to about 30 miles per hour and highs tomorrow closer to 80. So today close to 70, tomorrow close to 80, but tomorrow you'll also notice that wind out there to about 30 miles per hour sustained 15 to 20. So a windy day tomorrow. Today, 68 though, mostly sunny and those winds do start to inch up later this afternoon and this evening. Tonight, mostly clear and breezy down to 51. So very mild. Your extended forecast, windy and warm tomorrow. Monday, late day storm. So a cold front moves through early in the week that will cool us back down to the 60s for highs. But look at the active week we have. So Monday, late day into Monday night, Early Tuesday morning could have some showers lingering. A little break for Wednesday and much of the day on Thursday before another chance for rain Thursday night, Friday, and even into Saturday morning.